This is a Soulfire production. Today's episode is going to be something we haven't done yet on the show, which I'm very pumped about, and we'll see how you all like this. I had a lot of fun with it, and I would like to do more of this on the show. So my friend Teal and I, Teal Cooper, who you might remember from a few podcasts back, did a little live channeling session. And, you know, I channel on on the show, but it's usually consciously. And most of my trance channeling is on YouTube, really in the membership, the book, of course. But I tend to trance channel in video format, but I felt really inspired to just try this out on the podcast and see how it translated just because I don't know, I I tend to feel like trance channeling works better in video, but the guides wanted me to try this out on the show and it is easier for me if I recruit somebody to ask questions so I can just fully go into trance and just channel. So that's what Teal and I did. I told Teal to put together some questions and just not let me know ahead of time. I just asked her at the beginning to share the general topic so I could ask the guides who wanted to come through. And she asked a bunch of her questions and had the conversation. And that's what we did. This is the first time I've done it this style on the podcast. I like to do this with my friends, but we don't usually record it. And I wanted to try it out on the show and just a different vibe when I have my whole podcast set up. And if you guys like this, I would love to do more of this and gather your questions. And then I can have somebody you know, read them off while I'm, while I'm channeling just to keep the flow. So that's what you're going to hear today. I kept in the beginning kind of prep and then also the end of the recording where Teal and I were kind of recapping. I had been telling Teal that I wanted to try this out and she volunteered to, to be the one asking the questions. So it worked out great and we both had a lot of fun. And so we were kind of just like recapping on how it went and what we want to do in the future and stuff. So you'll hear the whole beginning and then me going into trance. And today we're talking to goddess Isis, who is one of the beings I work with most. And we talk all about the collective shifts and working with spirit guides, higher self, what's the collective shift going to look like in terms of living in different realities. I mean, I just kind of let Teal guide the conversation and I think she's eager to come back and and ask some more questions. So I'm excited to hear what you guys think. It's a fun episode. Just bringing, bringing the guides live to the pod. So much fun. So that's a little bit about what you're about to get into. Before we jump into it, I'll just give a couple of quick reminders that if you haven't yet signed up for my business energetics masterclass, which will be next week on April 11th and 12th, then now is your time to do it. I'm going to be covering all things business energetics, which can be applied to any business, any model. How do you co-create with your business, get in alignment with your business, do energy work on your business, balance the energy within your business and with your relationship with the business. This is what I do with most of my clients. It's the underlying energetic work that makes the world of a difference. Strategy is great, but sometimes you can have a winning strategy. And if the energy is off, it's just not going to flow. And a lot of people are realizing that what worked for them before isn't working anymore. And as things get, I'll say more and more like restricted 
in so many different ways. People getting screwed over with ads and the algorithm and all of that. Anywhere where you're feeling like it's not in your control anymore, this is how you take your control back by understanding how energy flows. That's really what makes the business itself unstoppable. And this is the work that I do with my high level CEOs. Like they're doing the energy work and this is what is really shifting things within the within the business because at that point you have the strategy you have things going and then what do you do when you hit a block but this is also what i like to teach new entrepreneurs as well so that they can just start off on the right foot energetically and this is how a lot of my clients who have gone through previous programs like nobius physical for example have hit the ground running and literally built a whole practice within like one to two to three months so if you feel like you are pushing and trying and there's like so much resistance to create what you're looking to create in your business or if you feel like it's just stuck this information is going to be a game changer for you so if you want to join the business energetics two-day masterclass, it's going to be epic then just head to the link in the show notes and you can sign up there and i will also remind you it is the last month to uh, sign up for my business coaching program no bs biz school i'm putting this content in the vault after this month so April 30th is going to be the last day, but we are doing a live two-day virtual full-day immersion, the 21st and 22nd of April. So it's going to be two full days where you can ask all of your questions, connect with the community, bring it all forward. You'll have full access to me and it's going to be a ton of fun. I would recommend going through Nobius Biz School course content first so that you have some questions to bring to that immersion to really get the most out of that experience. If you sign up for that, you will also get access to the Business Energetics Masterclass, so you don't need to purchase both. Nobius Biz School teaches both strategy and business energetics, so this is for the person who's running a service-based business and wants to scale to six figures, mid-six figures. We cover setting up your offers, pricing, creating content, different models for scaling, sales calls, all the logistics, and then also all of the business energetics, including brand rewiring for abundance, which is the game changer for everybody, manifesting money, all the fun stuff. You can head to bit.ly slash nobsbizschool to learn more there and check out all of the testimonials from clients who have completely transformed their businesses and lives in just a few months. We have had people go from broke in debt to 40, 50, 60K in two to three months, and you can imagine where they're at in a year. So again, go to bit.ly slash nobsbizschool, and that link will be in the show notes as well, and you can learn more there. Those are my announcements for today. So I guess it's time to, to jump into this channeling session. So enjoy this channeling session with me, Teal, and Goddess Isis. Okay, so we have... <laughs> You're like acting like you're I'm actually on the channel. Okay. So, <laughs> um, Eyes are closed, hands open. Um, so we have Isis, we have Mary Magdalene, <laughs> we have the Monarch Being, um, we have Freya, we have Odin, <coughs> we, have, <coughs> we have Metatron, oh, <coughs> Throat Chakra, Woo! we have Serapis Bay, we have Melchizedek, we've got the whole gang here. Uh, do we have any... We have some Andromedan energy, um, Pleiadians always. We've got a lot of people. They're like pumped. They're excited for us. Yeah. This could be like a, this could be like a five hour event. Oh <laughs> it, won't, it won't be. It won't be. Uh, this is, this is cool. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Do you see them all around? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. 
um, it's just like a different vibe. <laughs> you're over, you're over there. <laughs> I'm like I see them. <laughs> you're over there, but it's funny. It's like they've been waiting. It's like they've been excited. Okay, so Isis is gonna. Isis is gonna. She's saying to let her come in because I'm most comfortable with her. Okay. Um, and I actually feel like it's gonna feel a little different for you. Yeah. So we'll see. They want you to to like tell them what we're what talking the, about. What the topic is like now. Yeah, right now. <laughs> okay, I want to talk about the collective shift and kind of go into a bunch of different categories within that. Okay, cool. Okay, so I guess we'll start with ISIS, and then, um, I feel like Serapis Bay might want to say some things because he's all about ascension, too. So, okay, ready? Give me a minute. <sighs> Okay, here we are. How are you? Hi, I'm so excited. I'm so excited to be discussing whatever topics you wish to bring forward today. And it it does feel a bit different for, for her. She's feeling into it right now. She feels not as fully out as she typically does. And, and part of this training is to get her more comfortable with being aware of what is being said rather than fully stepping out. So just calibrating the frequency there, but I would love to hear what it is you wish to bring forward. Yes. And I, I guess I'm really excited to learn more about what is really happening with the collective shift as a whole. And if you can walk us through what that looks like, what's going on with this collective shift and what we can continue to expect to see. Well, many of you ask these questions and what I'll point to is that you're asking questions that you already know the answers to. (laughs) And part of what your channel and we recognize you appreciate so much is is the directness of of the higher guidance that comes through because it is the truth that allows you to unravel illusions more quickly and these illusions are what are the chains that are tying all of you down into the ways of being that feel heavy that feel like work that feel non-resonant on a deeper level and you know that they feel non-resonant and so when you ask what is happening with the collective shift? I will ask you, how do you feel? What do you feel is shifting within you? Because what is shifting within you is mirroring what is happening externally. And so you feel that energies are shifting and changing. And I will ask you, how do you feel that you are opening and shifting during this time? And we'll start there. Yeah. I mean, I definitely feel like it's another level of awareness of like a consciousness, I would say that I didn't really have before. And I'm noticing it's like this other reality where it's like, I'm really noticing the difference between like the denser versus the lighter, like you mentioned, where it's more less of the things holding us down, the dense, the, you know, the things that are, we were resistant to. And I think as a whole, it's like, I do intuitively feel like we're all healing a lot of things that we've been programmed for so long. Um, I'm curious, is it like something that's been planned that this, this shift has been planned to happen and it's happening, it's been happening for years and like it's, it's been planned and now we're all experiencing it. It's going to continue to shift like tremendously. 
the way that you understand planning based on your experience of the reality that you have been in thus far in your life is a bit different than than what we will say around planning. And so in some ways, if if I'm going to meet you where you're at in terms of the reality that you have encountered thus far, yes, you could you could perceive it as planning, but what you'll understand the more that you become aware of these different levels of consciousness is that many of the words that you use, the language you use is so limiting and instead it is to feel into the vibration of what is. And so from one perspective, you could say planning, from another, not so. And so the way that I will explain it to you here is that the frequency right now is making new layers of information available to you. But this is true of how you might perceive this in your life with what you talk about in terms of manifestation, where there are so many vibrations available to you at all times, the question becomes, are you going to step into the frequency that is a vibrational match for what you desire? So it is not that the reality that you want does not exist, it is already there, but are you going to meet that level so that that reality opens up into your now and that is what you are stepping into? Does this make sense? And so the different options are all in existence at all times. The question is, when have enough of you stepped into a frequency where that layer of information is available? So it is not a new thing that now has come forward. It has already been there, but it has been all of the individual shifts within you, which is shifting the collective as a whole, where the overall frequency now is a match to a new vibration of reality. And this is what many of you are stepping into. Is this making sense to you? So how would you explain to sh- that we can step into that level of information? It's already happening on an individual level. And in many of the questions that so many ask, it's always looking externally. And, and the answer is always within. And so you already feel this within yourself, as, as you have been expressing that you have been feeling like a new level of consciousness is, is available to you. And so it is to start to explore what does that feel like for me? And what does it look like for me to go deeper into that? And really what it feels more like is deeper resonance and, and remembrance. It is that muscle memory that, that, that you know of, of I've already known this before. And the light bulb starts to turn on because you remember what is possible. You remember that you are a creator. You remember that There are different incarnations, different experiences that all make you you and on a larger level that you are one extension of the larger source of everyone else around you and that this entire reality is a reflection of you, is a a bit, a piece of you. And so the answer is to allow yourself to fully go into these new layers that are being revealed within yourself and to start to get into alignment to start to get to in, into alignment individually. And that creates a ripple effect outward that then affects the other. And so it is one thing to share with others these different topics in terms of higher levels of consciousness. And this this is valuable, but it can only go so far because the, the real ripple effect will be in what is felt and not spoken unless when it is spoken, it is felt first. And what I mean by this is being a living example of what is possible when you are in full alignment and emitting your truest frequency. And that is how you are genuinely affecting those around you. Because when you do this inner expansion work, what it really is, is releasing the layers of, of what is not you. Now your aura 
is quite literally bigger, brighter, and that affects the person next to you. And it creates this trigger effect, this domino that turns on the next person. Mm. And so, so many, what, what I am seeing and what we are seeing in the higher councils of, of what is going on is this trap in this spiritual space of talking about it, talking about it, but not actually living it. And many of you who are in alignment with your own truth can tell when someone is actually living what they are learning and embodying these shifts and really turning inward in, in terms of asking, how do I live in full alignment, full fully in my truth versus those who are just talking about it and, and teaching it. And you will feel a difference in vibration there. It's going to become easier and easier to tell who is, I will, I will say a phony in some way and, and who is truly living what they are, are learning and fully being an example of moving through that process of living in alignment, because many are discussing this, but what does that actually look like? There are many bumps. There are many challenges along that road. It presents so many opportunities for big expansion, big growth. And and many people are talking about this process, but not actually living it because they're afraid to go deeper within. And so I will invite everyone to ask, am I truly practicing what I I hesitate to say preach, as you say, but t- but teach as, as I talk about. And al- do I allow that to be the process that I'm living in and embodying that? Because that in itself will affect far more people than simply talking about it. And you are going to start to see this. Many are already experiencing this of many of the people that you used to look up to or like to learn from or listen to, you're feeling this, this vibrational non-resonance now because you're starting to realize that there is not truth embedded within within the words. And so people are going to become more and more aware of what really is a vibrational match. And that will be based on who is within living within their truth. And so people who are afraid of their own truth, those who are living out of alignment are going to resonate with more of the same. And those who are fully waking up to the truth of who they are and, and living in that way are going to feel more drawn to those who are also doing the same. And so this is where you start to see this gap in levels of consciousness that becomes clearer and clearer, wider and wider. Can you go a little deeper on what you mean by alignment? And if you mean that in the sense of spirituality, is that, are you referring to digging deeper within getting alignment with your soul and your higher self and the more spiritual realm? Or is it more of like in this lifetime as your human body of like alignment in that way? It's all the same. And so within the question is where we're still living in in separation, but you are a multidimensional being. You are a soul incarnated in this physical body here to learn certain lessons and meant to, as you call it, wake up in, in this incarnation. And so when you feel into the vibration of living fully in alignment, what this really is, is living fully in your truth. And so what that goes back to is connecting with your inner soul knowing, which is the truth of who you are and starting to realize that many of the choices that many of you have been making has been from a place of, of ego or from the mind. And this is based on conditioning or things that have been learned within this reality. That is not necessarily your truth. And so to reconnect to what you might call your intuition, your, your soul knowing, your inner power, that larger memory that larger memory of you as an extension of source itself. Now we reconnect here and we ask, do my beliefs, do my actions align with my inner soul knowing, my inner soul knowing of my endless worthiness, of my essence as pure love, 
as my purpose of living love, of living joy, of following my joy and my excitement and starting to align mind, body, and soul and truly remember and live as a spiritual being, a multidimensional being in this incarnation and, and fully embracing that experience. But there's much, there is, is much non-resonance within the system of so many. And this can be quite physically with the way that the body is treated. This can be in the differences between the dissonance between the, the thoughts, the actions and the desires. And so it goes back to tuning into what, what is the essence of your soul, the essence of your soul and your soul's inner desires, your inner knowings. And are your thoughts consciously, is your mind aligned with this? Is, is your ego and awareness of this? What are you choosing from? Where are you acting from? Are you living as your truest essence of your soul's desires? Or are you living based off of fear, worries about judgment? These are the things to bring all into alignment so that there is full resonance, mind, body, soul, spirit, and starting to bring this all together so that you feel the flow within your system. And when you are on the track, when you're fully on the track of your highest timeline, of highest alignment, it feels like flow. It feels like flow. It does not feel like force. And so many of you will start to notice as you become aware of your essence as energetic beings, you'll start to become more aware of these tugs on your field. You will start to feel the tugs in terms of relationships that are non-resonant, in terms of career choices that are non-resonant, that the foods you eat, the music you listen to, the way that you spend your time, you're going to start to feel these tugs and start to become in awareness of anything that does not fully feel in alignment with with my soul essence, with my joy, with the essence of love itself, this is where my vibration is not fully in alignment with the highest frequency available to me at this time. And, and this is what we mean by alignment. Okay. I love that. That made a perfect sense. Um, I guess if you could give us a number one piece of advice as a collective on like something that we need to focus on or to heal, what would it be to help us ascend? Focus within. And as you focus within, your entire external reality will shift in alignment with this. But what we are seeing is as many people are so passionate about supporting the overall ascension in in that process, they're getting rooted in ego again. They are getting rooted in ego. They are pointing their finger at everybody else. They are trying to prove how much they know or how spiritual they are and they're getting back in this energy of of ego and greed and and this is one of the interesting experiences this is one of the the most important pieces of your human essence is this unique experience of feeling emotions and as many of the the souls that your channel channels for example uh, have been incarnated in different forms you have seen in your legends and myths as gods and goddesses have sort of gone off the rails and have caused so much drama. And this is what can happen when high frequency beings incarnate in, in human bodies and do not know how to, how to work with their emotions. And instead they let the ego take over. They let their mind take over, let conditioning take over. They let these low frequency energies take over. And so it is to master your emotions in terms of allowing all of it to come in, but then choosing, choosing to live in alignment with love. And that is an internal knowing and an internal process. And it is so important to recognize that if you are not taking care of yourself and your inner world and your personal vibration, how can you 
expect the collective to ascend. And, and this is a knowing within each and every one of you. If you are a part of the whole and you are asking for easier ascension, we will say, then of course you are a part of that. And so it is to turn inward and ask, am I truly fully aligned and living fully in my truth? And anywhere that you are not, you are in fact slowing down the entire process of ascension for the collective. And so it is not to point outward, but but to look within and act truly from love and to fully embody and live from unconditional love and unconditional forgiveness I invite you to truly think about what that means in all of the places where you as a collective are living out of alignment with that. And that is not to make anybody wrong or bad. It is simply to be in observance of that thought that one has or that action one one took, that, that response, that automatic response. Was it from a place of unconditional love and unconditional forgiveness or is your ego still in charge? Is your ego still the one that is controlling those automatic responses? And when you shift, when you do this inner work to start to shift so that your automatic responses and reactions are always from soul alignment, are always from a place of unconditional love and forgiveness, now we are in resonance. And it is your work to do this all individually and to start to realize that there might be a bigger gap there than many of you think. If you are dealing with headaches, tiredness, dizziness, hunger pains during the day, cramps, carb cravings, I would make sure that your electrolytes are balanced. My life has changed since paying attention to this because, I mean, I'm on a whole foods-based diet, I'm active, I exercise, and I do a lot of energy work, a lot of frequency work. It's a really common ascension symptom or a symptom of shifting your vibration to have some headaches or head symptoms, you might just notice things feel off. And all of this is related to balancing your electrolytes. If you're active or on a whole foods based diet, if you do a lot of frequency work, energy work, if you're on a journey of raising your vibration, make sure your electrolytes are balanced. It took me a long time to realize that a lot of my hunger cravings, cramps, and headaches were connected to this. And this is why I drink so much Element. I'm obsessed with it. It tastes so delicious. And these are the cleanest electrolytes I've ever found. The co-founder is Rob Wolf. So can't be surprised. Rob Wolf is somebody who first got me into whole foods-based eating. I've been a huge fan of his for years. And I know how picky he is about formulation and also performance. Most electrolytes have a lot of sugar, artificial ingredients, coloring, which that's all unhealthy and unheated. Element is all sugar-free, gluten-free, all natural ingredients, paleo, keto, science-backed. There is a reason why so many U.S. Olympics teams and NFL teams and NBA players all turn to Element and yours truly, Christina, the channel. <laughs> but seriously, I, I put the chocolate, the chocolate salt element in my coffee every morning. It tastes so good first thing in the morning, I like to get a lot of electrolytes in and I drink a ton of water. I drink so much water and it's like, I don't absorb it. I was talking to one of my friends about this. It's like, I don't absorb it. Just like, I don't know. I get puffy. I don't absorb it unless I'm drinking the element. So I'm basically drinking element all day long. And my favorite flavors are the citrus salt, the raspberry and the watermelon. They're so good. So if you want to try out an Element sample pack for just the cost of shipping, you can go to drinkelement.com slash CTC and you'll get eight packets of Element, two citrus, two raspberry, two orange, and two raw unflavored to try out. So again, that's drinkelement.com slash CTC 
D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T.com slash CTC. You just pay the cost of shipping, about $5 for US orders, and you'll get eight packets of Element to try out. Be sure to tag me on Instagram so I can see which flavor is your favorite. I don't know if you can answer this, but when it, and I know time space is all, I guess, like irrelevant, but when it comes to like the future, do you see, like for the, is there going to be a big disconnect and a massive occurrence that will happen on this planet when it comes to like a greater ascension? What exactly do you mean by a big disconnect? Like between the people who are ascended and not like, will something happen to the people who aren't or like, is it just this massive gradual shift that's going to be happening for the next like hundreds of years? There are many timelines at play here and there are certain aspects that are not yet meant to be known by the conscious mind, similarly to how many of you might have experienced pushing for information ahead of time. And then when you get that information, based on that information, you adjust your actions, beliefs, choices based on that information and in doing so shift the timeline in a direction that you do not desire. Does this make sense? Mm -hmm. And it will play out in a few different ways. Much of this might not make sense now, but you will look back on this. And what I will convey is that as the timelines are right now, it is important for you to understand that it is all for your highest and best. And when you are living in alignment with your truth and opening yourself up to the truth of love, the divine source of love is innate protection and guidance. And when you are on that track of divine love, of highest truth, you will continue on that track. It only takes choice to live in that direction. And so it is those who are courageous at this time and those who are really learning to step into their truth that are going to experience the greatest ease and flow through this transition and learn to truly live on the track of endless miracles and open themselves up to the limitless possibilities of what it is to be a multidimensional being as you create this shift. But what will be experienced as a collective is a complicated answer because there are different layers to the experience. And so different groups of you will experience it quite differently. And you will start to see extreme glitches in the matrix, as you call it. You will start to see different timelines playing out and be in awareness of this all at the same time. And many of you are starting to see this on a small scale right now already where perhaps two friends will experience two different realities and come together and realize that two different timelines played out at the same time. And this is a glimpse at what it will be like as there's this larger disconnect. But as you are anchored into these higher frequencies, that that plane of what I will say, reality, those possibilities will get brighter and brighter for you. And and what is happening with those who are of a different frequency will become dimmer and dimmer because it is no longer the reality you are in. And so in that way, it will become more dissonant, but 
what I will also say is, is this not in some ways similar to when you have a group of friends that you are so close with and spend so much time with as a child and then you become older and you forget that reality and is no longer part of your life. And from that perspective, does it even exist anymore? Did it ever exist? Or was it simply a part of the hologram that was there right then? And then you shifted your reality and now it no longer is any part of the hologram. And it is it is not so different if you view it from that perspective. And so there will be different realities playing out for different individuals. And this is part of why people are being pulled to what they might feel like are extreme decisions right now, or there is a, a very intense feeling of non-resonance with certain people and a greater pull toward other people. And I will invite you and encourage you to to very much listen to this because there is really no no time to waste. And the more that things turn on within you and you become aware of how it feels to be out of alignment with the frequency of love, you will not be able to tolerate anything else further. Does this make sense? Yeah, no, it definitely makes sense. Are these pulls that we're feeling, are these pulls coming from our higher self or from like our spirit guide or both? A mixture of both. And in many ways they are one in the same as your spirit guides are often aspects of, of you. And it really is depending on which plane of existence you are tuning into. And so from where we are seeing that you're asking from, I will say that you might recognize that some of this is feels directly like your higher self if if we are still discussing the the plane of existence as separation as as you perceive from this dimension. But what this is is this perhaps is your higher self. It perhaps is your spirit guides or other beings of love, your galactic the galactic family or star family. There are many extraterrestrial energies looking for contact at this time. There is much contact that is trying to be made in these higher frequencies. And, and many people are becoming aware of this. And so this is where these different poles are, are, are coming from as long as you are tuning into that they are in alignment with with the frequency of love, but there could be different beings offering different information. And it is very important that you don't put any specific entity or energy on a pedestal the same way you do not in in this reality, but it is all simply information. And when you can tune into your highest, your highest self as a direct extension of source, this will in fact be the clearest guiding light for you because you know that this is the embodiment of love itself. How would you recommend us to call in, connect to that highest being of light and to our highest like self? Tapping into the energy of divine love itself. Do you know this? I'm not sure. Well, this is the question as so many of you ask, how, how do I discern? How do I know? And then the question really is, do I know what divine love is? Do I know what divine love feels like? And you start to realize, have I been disconnected from that truth within me? Because that is the answer. As soon as you know what it is to be connected to divine love, which is already within you, it is pulling that from within you and bringing that out. It is reconnecting 
with your essence as an extension of divine love and you feel that vibration, you feel that embodiment, now you know anything that is not in alignment with that vibration, which you can feel by comparison, you recognize what it is, the truth of what is. And so to be able to discern what is not the vibration of the highest love in alignment with source, you must first remember what is and anchor into that vibration. Okay. So can you talk a little bit about how um, we all have spiritual guidance and spirit guides in different dimensions and how we can connect and like leverage that for our guidance on this plane more? Because I think a lot of people get either not, they're just not comfortable with that aspect yet. Where they're not comfortable with that aspect is where they are not comfortable with themselves as this is all an aspect of themselves. And this is where they're uncomfortable with what they do not understand or what they do not know. But in fact, everything that they're seeking is what they do not understand or what they do not know. Otherwise they would not be seeking it. Does this make sense? Mm -hmm. And so the, the question is, well, if there is discomfort with knowing that you have unconditional divine love all around you within you, well, that is something to be looked at, don't you think? <laughs> and and this is this is what is interesting where I invite you to explore anybody who who is hearing the transmission here. If it makes you uncomfortable to think that you have a team of divine loving support always around you, always available for you, just waiting for you to ask that wants to unconditionally support you, love you, help you. And that makes you uncomfortable. Why is that? Why is that? And this is where so many of you make it so much more difficult (laughs) than it needs to be because you want to do it all yourself from this human ego place. And you are trying to run a marathon with a weight tied to your ankle when all you need to do is cut it off. And that is what it is to not connect with the divine team all around you. And I send so much love in this direction because so much of this speaks to these deeper wounds of of not trusting, of not trusting the energy of the divine mother, of not trusting the energy of the divine father. And unfortunately, so many people in this incarnation have had an experience of feeling like they cannot trust support from other energies, that they will be abandoned or rejected or let down or disappointed. And I send so much love in this direction. And I will also remind you that while that might have been a human experience, there are energies that are truly anchored in unconditional love and always available to you. And when you open yourself up to receiving that support and allow yourself to sink into that support and ask for that support, all you need to do is ask, it is available to you. And in this way, you're reconnected with the essence of unconditional love and unconditional forgiveness and reconnecting with this, the unlimited source, the unconditional source. You remember that that is within you and you start to see the world differently. You start to see the world from a place of true love, of true compassion. You start to see that where others have let you down or others you might have perceived have, have, have abandoned you or rejected you. This is really a rejection or an abandonment of themselves as an extension of source. So how can we discern? Because I feel like, I mean, I talk to my guides and I ask questions, but sometimes I can't tell if the guidance is coming from myself or from them. 
This is where you have forgotten that you are divine. <laughs> okay, but I guess it's I guess that's like the trusting aspect of like I don't know. <laughs> this is about you owning your inner power and owning your inner knowing. And it is easier for you to feel like the answer is coming from something that is not you. Do you see this? That's what's within the question. When you're worried about, was that me or was that them? Well, now you have created separation between you and them and you're pedestaling them Mm -hmm. rather than giving yourself permission to own what you know. It does not matter if it was from them or you and why does it give it more validity if it was from them? Mm. Okay. And in this way, that's an abdication of responsibility because many of you who start to work through spirit guides, it feels like it's easier to make the decision if something outside of you, even if it is non-physical, has told you to do so. And this is where you are still not trusting yourself. This is where you still are not fully embodying your inner power and your inner knowing. And it's when you fully integrate yourself as your highest self, yourself as the embodiment of the divine that you fully turn on your power and you need not have an answer from what feels separate from you to make a different decision. This is about honoring yourself and trusting yourself. Okay. That makes sense. So to feel that resonance and to feel that power of like differentiating when something feels in alignment or not, it all comes down to the vibrational match that we feel. 100%. And and the question is, do you feel like you know the true vibration of your soul's essence? That is where the work is to be done to really understand yourself and to know that. The same way that if you heard your, your favorite person's voice on the radio, you would immediately recognize them. Does this make sense? It is, it is what some people refer to as as a soul song, the song of your soul, but there is a unique frequency that is the truth of who you are. And so this is why tuning inward and starting to really clear out anything that is blocking that unique vibration from fully emanating out is is so key because when you know what is your unique energetic signature, your unique frequency, now you feel into, is this in alignment for me or not? Okay. This is just random, (laughs) but... Do you laugh? Are you connected to my higher self and like laughing at me being like forgetting everything in this reality? Is that what like happens? What that do you makes mean sense? exactly? Like <laughs> you're connecting to my higher self at the same time as connecting to me in the 3D in a human form. But mm-hmm. in the human form where we're like, you know, in this human body with this ego and it's just sometimes I go back and forth of like feeling like I'm in the matrix and sometimes I'm like remembering and it's you're sitting here and connecting to my higher self at the same time as connecting to do you is that how it is or no am I totally wrong here <laughs> what we will say is we we meet this process of of straddling the the dimensions I will say with so much love and encouragement and at the same time we you could say laugh because you all are so stressed out about things that don't matter. <laughs> you all are so stressed out about things that you are making more difficult. You let you like to create problems to keep yourselves busy and then you get worried about it and then it is the end of the world and and we we simply watch and we understand this is part of the process, but things need not always be as dramatic as as they are. And so when 
talking about connecting with your higher self and this version of you, it is all just aspects of the one. It is all just aspects of you and all is beautiful and all is valuable and all is living out different experiences that are allowing for different aspects of knowledge to be attributed to the collective consciousness. And and what I will say is that within many of the questions, the common the common thread is you believing that there is a separation between your higher self and you. And this is what I see is you, you, you almost pull her out as she is separate from you, but she is within you and you can decide right now to embody her and live as her and, and live as the divine because this is your truth. Yeah. Wow. I didn't realize that till right now. Do you have any other questions? <laughs> no, I think those are all my questions. Okay. Do you feel, Thank you so do you much. feel complete? Yeah, I do. I, I really enjoyed that. I feel like I learned a lot and I had like a lot of realizations from that. What was your biggest realization? The last thing you just said that I've been um, looking at my higher self from separate than mm-hmm. me and not, and my spirit team of light and love. And I'm, I'm looking for answers outside versus within, even though I, I do feel like I have an inner knowing and I've had that my whole life and I've always trusted it. At times I don't trust it as much as I, I would have liked to, but I think I've been putting a lot of power into this relationship with my spirit team and my higher self as if they were separate from me. It's just a different version of looking to everybody else outside of you in the physical for what to do. And there is a difference between leaning on support and and learning from different perspectives versus waiting for permission from something that we perceive to be external for us to feel like it's okay to do what we knew deep down we needed to do all along. Mm-hmm. Does this make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it was great communicating with you. Thank you so much. So great communicating with you. <sighs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> so were you conscious through that whole thing? No. <laughs> so you don't know what we talked about? I do know. I do know what you talked about. But um, I mean, I, I don't know where I was. I feel like I was like right there. I feel like I was floating above here. Well, I felt things over there. I felt like I was over here. Like, I, fe- I, I saw like, things moving over there. Because it was like I could see you. It was like I was watching you. <laughs> you were. <laughs> it's weird that you say right there. Yeah. I was like, I, I was kept like, seeing things flicker and I was like, really? something's going on over there. Yeah. How was it? It was amazing. I loved that. Did, did it help? Oh my God. I had so many breakthroughs. Oh, really? Yeah. Like it was really good. She breaks things down really well for like my brain to understand. Mm-hmm. Like I really resonate with the things, like the way she explained things. Okay, cool. Yeah. I'm I like, what did you think? It's interesting. Cause like I have a lot of visuals that come, like, it's like, I'll see, it's like, she's explaining something and I'm like seeing the visual representation of it. Mm. And I don't know how she explained it verbally. Um, what did you see? Like the one part, I don't really know how she explained it verbally, but like when you're asking, has this been planned was one. And what they were showing was all of these, 
it's almost like okay imagine i'm in one room and i like have all these buttons and i click one button and the room's purple and i see all these like fields and shapes and then in the same room i like turn off the purple and i turn on the green and then i see all the all the green shapes and it's like all been in the same room but it's like different colors you're it's like picking up on different things mm. does that make sense like does that make sense i'm t- or you know what it is it's like those you know those glasses that that people have like have you seen in uh national treasure where it's like he like pulls up one color of the glasses and then it shows a different part of the map yes it's like whatever you're choosing to see you're gonna see kind well, of thing no it's not like what you're choosing it's like like the, those glasses there's like red there's green there's or whatever and it's like so he looks at it with like whatever color it was let's say it's red and he's seeing one part of the map and then he like lifted it up so then the lens changed color and then another part of the map was shown and then like he lifted it up and then another color and so then another oh. and, and it like it all existed on the map but depending on what color the lens was you yeah. were seeing something different and it was like the like the visual that i was seeing was like all of that on the same earth plane but like different people have different glasses on well that's what they were saying they were yeah. saying everyone's having different experiences yeah and they're going to continue to have different experiences yeah and like you're going to witness glitches in the matrix and you're going to witness like things where two friends will have the same experience, but witness two different timelines mm-hmm. and you'll come back and be like, whoa, we just lived the same thing, but experienced two completely different things. Yeah. And that's yeah. going to happen more and more. But the people who aren't like ascended or having like, they're just going to see in different color essentially mm-hmm. than like the people who are. Yeah. Well, like what she, what I was, what she was showing, like what I was seeing visually about that, it was like somebody like wakes up and then their whole body turns like, like bright light and then like float up to this orb or everybody who's a bright light like floats it's almost like it's like everything's dark and then when you wake up you you see like where all of the wake awake people are and then you go there yeah and then it's like just one by one but some people just stay in the dark the whole time and like that light bubble like it's just a different reality exactly it's a different reality yeah you're living on the same plane or like the same Mm -hmm. timeline or just different yeah so interesting yeah and and what was interesting was it was like, I was like over here looking at you. It was weird. But, she, and she was talking, all of them are right here. Like all of them are right here. And she was like going in and out, like talking like for them, like as the council and then also her. Okay. So what were they all saying to her? Just different things? Yeah. She was kind of like relaying on behalf of them. Does that make sense? Did they think I asked good questions? <laughs> Yeah, they they think you're cute. Yeah, they like your excitement. Yeah, no, they they like it. What I was curious about, which I don't think I explained right, was like, well, this is also what I realized is I was imagining my higher self as like my like soul floating above me mm-hmm. where she was like, your soul, your higher self is within you. Mm-hmm. But I was always envisioning like spirit world with my guides and like my, my higher self with them, like in this other realm. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm channeling them when I'm calling on them, but mm-hmm. they're, it's actually inside of me. It's not above me. Yeah. So I was imagining like her laughing at like my higher self and then me forgetting all this mm-hmm. being in this body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, no. no. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that was, did you like it? <laughs> I loved it. Oh my God. That was so fun. Were those was, all your questions? Those are all the ones I had like right now. Okay. Um, and I felt like I couldn't like sit and think because I was mm-hmm. like, had to act, act like ask on the spot, you yeah. know, and I didn't have any more that I could think of right now, yeah. but I could do that every week. <laughs> we should. They're saying like, like what they really want to bring through is like stuff that's really going to help, help us 
do that work to get in alignment with like I feel like we talked about that. Yeah. Yeah. And like what they feel like a lot of people in the spiritual space are doing are like the ego thing. Yeah. It's like the ego thing. And like asking questions where it's like none of this information is actually helping us shift to 5D. Yeah. And I feel like we talked about that because she went into a lot about becoming in alignment and how, what that even means. I asked about, can you explain Mm -hmm. that more and how we can become that? Mm -hmm. And then she went into like the problem with the spiritual Mm -hmm. space. Yeah. Yeah. It just feels like different versions of the same question. Yeah. And so the real questions are about like, how do we like, how do I become my, how do I embody my purest frequency? How do I embody my purest frequency? Like each of us like really getting to the root of that, because when we all do that, everything turns on. Well, she said you have to feel divine love. Mm -hmm. That's what she said to do. Yeah. But she's like, have you felt that? And I was like, I don't know. Well, that was, yeah. Yeah. I remember when she said that, I was like, oh shit, that's like, that felt like, tr- like, I don't, I don't know. Like, well, I don't, it's, it's true I though. Think. It, it's true though, because that's the problem. It's like, imagine that we're all trying to figure out like, are these beings of the highest love? It's like, well, how are you going to know if you don't fucking know what love is? I mean, obviously. Right. I think about like, for me, like a lot of these spiritual experiences I've had where I was like, like, I remember the first time I felt that like just divine, pure, fucking unconditional love. And I w- was brought to tears oh my God, this is the frequency I've been looking for my whole life. Mm-hmm. And then like experiencing it. And then now that's the barometer. That's the barometer. Of course, you're not going to know if something, it's like the same thing with truth. It's like, you're not going to be able to discern what's truth if you don't know what truth feels like in your body because mm-hmm. you're afraid of your own truth because you lie to yourself. That That's how we have to discern connecting to that unconditional. And I love. feel like she said all those things, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, I felt like I was trying to ask that. Mm-hmm. Like, how can we do that? And how can we discern? But And she said all those things, which is like, I guess you really just have to know what truth feels like within you. Mm-hmm. You know, I could tell you what that feels like. Mm-hmm. It's like, I think I know. It's a vibration. Yeah. And I've experienced that. Like, I feel like I have, mm-hmm. but. Well, I mean, think about it really simply. When I ask you, what is your name? Yeah. And say, say your name. Teal. Say your full name. Teal Cooper. Great. And then if I say, what's your name? And then you say my name. So what's your name? Christina Rice. How does that feel in your system? Like exactly. it, feel, it feels different. Yeah. When you say something, you just like know it. Yeah, it's the truth. And there's no question. How does that feel in your body? And then when you say something, it's like all of those moments when we have little white lies, we all, we, you kind of feel that like jolt. In oh, you. for sure. And I feel like I know what that feels like. Mm-hmm. And I think everyone does, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, they do. But people have gotten so comfortable with compromising themselves. Mm-hmm. that That's what they're more used to. Yeah. It's almost like, as I'm saying that, like what they're showing me, it's like, they're showing like memory foam. Maybe somebody's like made an imprint. Like they've done it so many times. There's like a specific imprint, but that's not, not necessarily like the highest imprint. So like, let's say they want to like switch the imprint they make, like on the memory foam pillow. It might feel a little different at first just because they haven't been doing it. And a lot of people have created this imprint. They're like more comfortable with used to uh, going along with the crowd mm-hmm. for us to really shift as a collective, right? That's each individually embodying our truest frequency, which is all unique. And so for us to really shift, it's about like all of this group think energy has to go away. It's because it's all about the unique individual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And everybody being so in their uniqueness. Like what she was saying too, is you can't, these spiritual people are like preaching yeah. and it's like, you can't do, it's not about that. It's about everyone needs to experience it on their own. Mm-hmm. Wow. Loved it. Are they still here? 
Yeah. And they're still like, what else are they saying? <laughs> like, do they want to say anything else? Well, they're, yeah, they're happy to say more if you want, if you have more. I mean, I don't have any more questions, but I'm curious about what we just did. Like if they have anything to add or like are wishing we asked something else. What? <laughs> Sorry. I, some of the things like, I'm like, <laughs> are they talking shit? I can't believe I have to be the one to like relay all this shit. Is it mean? No, 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 no. It's just like, (laughs) well, it's, here's the thing. It's like, they're not mean. They're like in such intense love. Like, but it's just so direct. Okay. Tell me. No, they're just like, I I could see how, like when I receive, when I hear what they're saying, I don't think of it. I'm like, wow. Yeah. Like, wow. But like sometimes when I'm asked to repeat it, I feel like, (laughs) I'm scared. I feel like when I relay it, it might get lost in translation. (laughs) Like, he said he just said part of your process of ascension is learning to ask precise questions Mm -hmm. it's part of the process is you learning to ask the right questions not that there are wrong questions but there are questions that are more effective and efficient to shifting the energy and then there were questions that are just kind of looping around the same thing yeah you know and they feel like you 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 could go for it a little more okay they feel like you were like just holding back a little yeah bit. you're holding back you're playing a little safe yeah you're playing a little safe you know <laughs> which one said that <laughs> Serapis bay <laughs> do they know who i am yeah <laughs> what are you talking about of course <laughs> no i'm saying like i like the relationship like i feel like they're all like your crew like a random human, like me walking in, like, click. do they know who I am? Like as a person, as a soul? Yeah. yeah they know you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like they need to help us with the questions. I'm like, don't know what to ask. They're saying when asking more effective questions, we have to be able to face like, what are the blocks in our lives? And just ask directly because often we ask around the question rather than the, the question itself. To make it more like personal. I think that's what... I think would make it more um, effective too is mm-hmm. I was trying to be like as helpful for a whole where it was like looping versus yeah, like no. if it was about me or like me asking questions that was more related to my own life then other people would also gain more from it too where it's like more relatable yeah the themes in your life are mirrors of larger exactly energies yeah you know i love this yeah and then we can like do different ascended masters yeah and bring different people in oh my god this is fun (laughs) (laughs) all right we're gonna wrap up there i am so grateful to teal for asking all of her amazing questions and helping me out with with the channeling session if you enjoyed this definitely let us know post in the free private forum if you want more episodes like this if you do enjoy this style just trying out different things and i know we both had a lot of fun so let us know and if you guys like this then we can do more if you did enjoy this and you had any insights be sure to take a screenshot share to social media, tag me, tag at Christina, the channel pod, and let me know what your biggest breakthrough was. I would love to hear. I know Teal and I definitely had some, some breakthroughs ourselves. So that is going to be it for today's episode. Thank you again so much for tuning in. I hope you have an incredible rest of your day and I will chat with you again next time.